Hey, 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 Pain to Purpose. I'm excited about today's podcast because we're just going to have a random conversation. My friend came down from Tennessee to visit me. Her name is Nakisha, just like mine. And so today we're going to be talking about marriage. She is married and I will let her tell you how long she's been married. Um, But she's going to give some of us single folks that want to be married um, some advice and yeah, we're just going to, we have no scripts. We're just going to ask questions and just go with the flow. Hey, Nakisha. Hello. So tell my listeners, how long have you been married? 19 years, going on 20 this year, but I've been with my husband for 23 years since I was 19 years old. Oh, that's a long time. It is. So you was literally like a teenager entering into marriage and now you is a grown woman. I am. An old woman. I'm not old. <laughs> I'm just experienced. <laughs> All right. So in your experience, um, share with us what are some things that you learned, not just about um, marriage, but just as relationships in general. Mm, let me see. Well, anytime you're in a relationship with somebody, I've learned that the same things you've done in the beginning to get the person you're with is the same thing you have to continue to do throughout the relationship for it to work. Another thing I've learned is that if God is not that third court to hold your relationship together, it is not going to work. Point blank, period. Um, Another thing is that you have to constantly pursue each other. You have to constantly date each other. You have to constantly do things to, you know, put those butterflies in your stomach and, and go from there, you know, in order to have a successful marriage. Um, you have to com- keep an uh, open line of communication going because if you don't talk to each other, you can never fix things that are broken. Um, you can't, you know, basically you just, it's just not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work because you got to talk. You got to be able to tell, you know, what you like and what you don't like. You got to be able to tell the other person when something is wrong and then go from there to keep your marriage going. And if you're not willing to communicate, then what is the point anyways? So, yeah, basically. All right. So I have a question because like for me, I personally don't believe in long engagements. I feel like if you all both know that it's God, what are you like? What's the point in waiting? And I know a lot of people feel like they have to wait because they always say, you know, I want to get to know the person um, before I make that commitment. But do you really know everything about a person? Like you've been with your husband for 20 years. So do you feel like there's something new that you've learned about him over the 20 years that had you have waited you wouldn't have found out in the beginning. Does that make sense? Like, I personally feel like you can't truly know everything there is to know about a person in a set period of time. Because you know some people are like, well, you have to be engaged for at least a year so that I can get to know everything there is to know. But can you really know everything there is to know about a person in a year? You actually can. Everything? As long as that open line of communication is there. As long as y'all talk. Because I honestly believe in... um when you get with somebody, you can't just, you know, some people just like to jump into it and they think, okay, now that I got this person, I don't have to do anything to keep this person. But if you can't talk to this person, then once again, what is the point? 
when you first get with somebody and you date them, that's part of dating is to be able to talk and tell that person everything there is to know about you. Because I didn't, and I can be honest, when me and my husband got together, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. And because we didn't do that, you know, I did not know everything about him back then. And so the things I didn't know back then, it took me a long time to know now because some people are not willing to talk, especially if they have a past. They're scared that that past might run that person off. But if it was meant to be, then you wouldn't be afraid to open up and say, hey, let's talk. Let's have this conversation. Let me tell you everything about me and then go from there. So I believe that you can know everything about a person within a year. And then there's some things that you're just not going to find out about a person. It don't matter if you've been with them a month, three months, four months, you know, because it's just some parts of them. They just want to keep to themselves. So it can be safe to say that technically... We cannot know everything there is to know yeah. in a year. <laughs> you can say that, but it, it's vice versa. You can, and then in some cases, you can't. You know, it just depends on who that person is. Right. And it depends on what they have been through, if they're willing to open up and talk to you. If they're not willing to open up and talk to you, then that's going to be a problem. Because when I first got with my husband, there were some things that I never thought he would tell me. But that's how I knew he really cared for me because he did open up about private stuff that you normally wouldn't tell somebody on the first, second or third day. Mm -hmm. But he opened up and told me some things that, you know, even in his previous marriage, he told her and I questioned it. And I was like, well, do he really like me? Do he really care about me? And her very words were, if he didn't, he wouldn't have told you these things right here. And so, um, so yeah, sometimes, it, like I said, it just depends on who you with, what they've been through, if they're willing to open up and expose it so that they can, a lot of people just don't want to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it went because they don't want you to use whatever they told you against them. But you have cases where those people like, you know what, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to tell him or her what's going on. That way, this is not weighing over me. And that way, our relationship can go in a direction that it needs to go in the right way and then go from there. So, yeah, I mean, I can see that, too, because like I understand there are some things that you should know prior to going into the marriage. Um, so I, yeah, I do believe, you know. Um, you want to know if that person is a communicator, um, you know, some of the basic things that help to make a successful relationship, if they're quick to react, if they, you know, things like that, how well are they, um, are they responsible? Or, and I do understand what you're saying. There, there are some things that need to be known mm -hmm. um, prior into going to a marriage. Um, so yeah, I can see that too. And then sometimes you just got to give them time to warm up to it. Yeah. To be able to come to you and confide with you on certain things. And then when it's their time, because you can't always be like, I need you to talk to me. Tell me what's wrong. If they're not ready to tell you anything, they're not going to tell you. And the only thing you're going to do by constantly going at them about it, you're just going to push them farther away from you instead of helping them to 
you know, to open up. So you just got to give them time to tell you, even if it's longer than a year, give them time and be patient. They'll come to you when they are ready. And then you can start building on that. And then you can start working with them to help them be stronger and better and overcome those situations and to help them even to help them be able to communicate better. Cause I can be honest, my husband, he he's quick to talk to other people before he's quick to talk to me. And that's just in certain cases. Now in other terms, other times he'll come around, he'll come and talk to me, but I have to still just be like, because sometimes I'm like, really, you can go talk to them? And I'm right here. Why can't you talk to me? And one of his first sayings was, it's easier to talk to someone else that don't know me. Because I can open up easier to them than I can to the person that I'm in love with. All because they don't want you to see them differently than what you saw them when y'all first got together. Mm-hmm. So that plays that. a big factor in it because then they're like, okay, now maybe she thinks that I'm crazy or, <laughs> you know, she thinks that, you know, you know, I'm just not all there and stuff because I told her this, but that could be so far from the truth because when you love somebody unconditionally, regardless of what, it don't matter what they tell you, you're going to take it. And instead of using it against them, you're going to take that and you're going to use it to try to help them to better them and to help them get comfortable with talking to you all together. That way you can be the first person that they run to. And I tell him all the time, you know, it's good to have that one friend that you can trust Mm -hmm. to talk to. That way, you know, you know that it ain't going nowhere but right there. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be able to. Like I said, just be patient. Don't rush them, you know, because you can't fix them. They have to be willing to work on themselves and allow God to fix because if they're not ready yet, once again, the only thing you're going to do is push them away. Right. Do you think in situations like that, like what advice would you give women? Because I know I was reading, um, I read a lot of preparing for marriage books uh, because you want to know, you know, the things, what not to do. And I know you can't completely 100% prepare for it, but you can, you know, get some wisdom and knowledge in some areas um, for one talking to individuals like you that have been married for a long period of time. Um, and I know I was reading um, Stormy, um, I forget her last name, but anyway, she has a book, um, Oh, shoot. Prayers for my husband or something like that. But anyway, she was sharing her testimony how like her husband wasn't a communicator. That's not what he did. And so it would frustrate her because he would be dealing with situations, but he wouldn't talk to her about, you know, the things that he was doing. And she's like, I'm your wife. Like, there's nothing that you should be able to talk to me about. She was taking it personal, not realizing that he had trust issues that stemmed from the relationship with his mother. And so one thing she says she's had to learn in situations like that is not for God to necessarily help him, but, you know, for God to also help her to help him. Mm-hmm. So, cause sometimes she said it took her being quiet and not saying anything at all. Because like you said, the more she pushed him, the more frustrated he got. And then he would shut down and didn't talk to her at all, which at that point you're worse off than you was before, you know, anything happened. And so, she said one of her prayers was, you know, that God would help her to know how to respond, to know when to be quiet, you know, to help use wisdom in that situation. Do you feel like that's 
something that has helped you is like as far as asking God what you should do in certain situations rather than because women, we can be more vocal than men. Men mm-hmm. don't really express themselves. Our communication language is completely different. A man and a woman's community, they feel like we're communicating too much. We feel like they're not communicating enough. It's just what it is. Um, so how? Do, what are your suggestions or advice in, in, in those type of situations? I can honestly say that I express myself a lot. <laughs> and so when I feel like something is wrong, you know, I tell my husband something is wrong and I'll try to, and I, I mean, I'm the type of person, if I'm going to tell you something wrong, I really don't like hurting people's feelings, but the only way that you can fix it or you can, you know, work on it is to express yourself and not hold nothing in. And so with me, I can tell him in, you know, face to face, or I write these long texts. And he thinks, my husband thinks that I'm just, you know, I'm giving a lecture. And I had to come and say, no, I'm not giving you a lecture. I'm telling you how I feel. Because, you know, you doing the things you're doing is causing me to go without, you know. You feel the way you feel is neglecting me in so many ways. Because for one, when you don't talk to me and stuff, that makes me feel like, you know, for one, it makes me feel as if I'm not worthy of a conversation with you. Like I'm not good enough for you to talk to me so we can work this out as husband and wife. Because sometimes it's not always good for them to run to their friends when, especially in about your marriage, when you're right there. And the only thing they have to do is open their mouth and talk, you know. So for me, I normally just I pray for me as well as I pray for my husband, but I pray to God more for me, you know, for God to help me to be that better wife, help me to be a better listener, you know, to help me to be a better supporter of my husband and, you know, not to always, you know, judge him for the things that he do. Because the one thing about my husband, we both make mistakes in this marriage, but that don't stop my feelings for him. That don't make me want to just, kick them to the curb or nothing like that. That makes me want to figure out what the problem is and work on it so we can strengthen our marriage together, you know, instead of us, you know, he's doing his own thing and me doing my own thing. I don't believe in that. I believe in us being together in unity as one. And so, uh, and then that's another thing I told him instead of and I understand he always pray over me every morning. And I told him, sometimes you got to stop. And instead of just always praying over me, ask God to help you in the areas that you lack in so that you can be a better father and a better husband to me, you know, a better supporter and a better provider and protector for your family. And, um, and then go from there because once again, he, we talk, but we don't talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about the things that are important. Well, somewhat important. <laughs> but then when it comes down to our relationship, he likes me. I do more talking to him. And then when he'll stop me, he's like, well, now that you've talked, let me say what I need to say. And so if you can't stop long enough to listen to him and receive what he says, something is wrong because his opinions matter just like my opinions matter and it can't be one sided, you know, it can't be all about him and it can't be all about me. It's gotta be the both of us. And a lot of people don't get that. 
in a relationship, period. It don't matter if you're married, don't matter if you're just dating, it don't matter if you're engaged. People is a lot of people is more into what I want, mm-hmm. my needs, my concerns. That was matter. No, but nothing else matters. But they they matter too. And if you can't stop long enough to say, hey baby, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, without yelling, without the screaming, without, well, you don't trust me with you and all this. If you can't do, you know, just sit down and have a conversation without all the drama, something's wrong. Especially when you've been there with a person for so many years. One thing that got me was his grandma and his granddad. The one thing I've never seen this whole time we've been together with them, I've never seen them raise their voice, not the first time. Wow. And what I got out of that is instead of arguing and fussing, just sit down and talk without raising your voice. That matters. And it helps out so much when you can communicate like that and just say, hey, let's talk. What's Mm -hmm. going on? You know, but you have to start like, hey, baby, how was your day? You know, you know, um, instead of jumping straight. Yeah. You ain't like work your your way into it because their whole demeanor, they hold the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they act can let you know if something is wrong Mm -hmm. or if something is just, you know, everything is okay. But in every relationship, everything ain't okay. You're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs and stuff, but it's how you respond in those situations that help you get through, Mm -hmm. you know, and go to another level in your marriage. So you got to learn how to talk to each other for one point blank period. Just learn <laughs> how to talk to each other and learn how to be there for one another. Sometimes that man just wants you to shut up and listen <laughs> without even running your mouth. And I had to learn that. But me being me, my <laughs> mindset and being a woman, I want to respond and get my point across. But it's not always good to get your point across because at the time it's irrelevant and you just really just need to sit there and listen to him and be there for him for a change instead of him always being there for you, you know, because he can be there for you every day of your life. But when are you going to stop long enough to acknowledge him? And like, baby, I hear you. Not like, baby, I hear you. It go in one ear and come out the other. And it's like, y'all, he's never said not one word and vice versa. You know, you got to be able to stop and I hear you. I get it. And then act on it Mm -hmm. to help him out to do the things he needs to do. So your relationship can move forward instead of moving backwards. Yeah. And I say that all the time. The moment you start yelling at me, I've already tuned you out. Mm -hmm. And so, like you say, you have to learn how to talk to, and that's anybody talk to people. And then you also, like you say, listen to hear the person, not listen just waiting for your turn to speak. Because if you're listening to them so they can hurry up and be quiet so you can say what you got to say, you ain't heard nothing they just said. (laughs) So you literally have to take the time out to listen, especially if it's an individual that really doesn't um, share their feelings anyway. And so if they're actually wanting to talk, the best thing to do is to listen and to be quiet. Exactly. Which isn't always easy to do, but you know. know. I'm guilty. I can say that. <laughs> I can say it about myself. I am so guilty of that because, you know, he, no lie, he has the honesty sometimes just say, okay, can I speak now? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you just spoke and you, you cut me off, but I still have to learn how to put his needs before mine. And then he put my needs before his. And so it's all about working together 
in unity in any relationship to make it work and make it to be the relationship you want it to be. I think you said the key word, work. Work. And a lot, a lot of, people of people don't, don't want to yep, work. They don't want to put the they work in. They don't want to. They want everything handed to them. Okay, we're in this relationship. Okay, now I need this, 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 and this. I'm going to sit on my butt and I'm going to let you bring every, the plate to me. No, you have to work at a relationship. A relationship don't work if you don't work at it mm-hmm. to make it what you want it to be. So Say that again work. for the listeners. A relationship what? Don't work if you <laughs> don't put forth the work to make it work. Exactly. Because there's not going to always be sunny skies. <laughs> exactly. It's not always peaches and cream. You're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. But once again, it's how you respond in those situations that's going to help you get to another level because you just going to keep on repeating yourself and keep going through the same old, same old if you don't respond the right way. So, and that's in everything you do. That's in everyday life. You know, you're just going to keep, you're going to stay right where you are instead of moving forward. You just send yourself for failure, you know, moving backwards. And that's not how any relationship needs to be regardless Mm -hmm. of what. We got to be careful not to be moved by our emotions. Exactly. They can get us in trouble sometimes. (laughs) And us women. We're emotional. Very. We're naturally emotional. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And instead of us, when something hurt our feelings, instead of us stopping and doing a woo-saw, you know, taking a chill pill, we automatically want to just bite the man's head off. And then sometimes in cases, men are like that too, but I can find that I can say that my husband is not that I'm ready more to chew his head off if he hurt my feelings than he is if something hurt his feelings. But I know how to put my point across to him to where he either going to receive it or not. If he don't receive it, then I'm like, you know, well, well, that was just a waste of my time because you act like my needs don't matter. And it can't all be, it can't be one-sided. It just, a relationship just cannot be one-sided. Just like you you have to compromise. You have to do some things that you normally would not do. So for instance, my husband work on cars. I don't like getting dirty, period. (laughs) I don't like my hands to be dirty because I'd be like, and I have to quickly wash my hands. But the one thing that helped me with him was he, he came and told me, he said, you know, If I'm outside working on a car and I ask you to come out there, he said, I'm not just asking you to come out there just to be coming out there. I'm asking you because I want you out there because it means something to him Mm -hmm. that when he's working on a car, then I'm right there with him. And I said, well, if that's the case, you know, I like watching old movies. So if I'm watching an old movie, it means something for you to come and sit with me and, you know, love on me while we watching the movies you know, and then go from there because my wants, what I want matters, just like what he wants matters. You got to compromise. If you can't compromise for your spouse, if you can't sacrifice just a few minutes of your day for your spouse, something is wrong. Your spouse come before anybody else. I don't care who it is. And some people might think I'm wrong for this, but is God your spouse? Mm-hmm. your kids then you everybody else is not a factor mm-hmm. and if you can't put it in that order something is wrong if you think you come before your spouse you are highly mistaken that's not how it works you, your spouse was there before your kids 
And when those kids get old enough and leave home, that spouse, if y'all still together, is still going to be there. So it's God, your spouse, your kids, and then you, you make sure you take care of home first before you take care of somewhere else. And that's one thing my mom always told me, that if you don't take care of home, somebody else will. <laughs> so Indeed. you can't get mad because somebody else came along and done the job you were supposed to do while you was out doing everything else, taking care of everybody else. You can't get mad at your spouse. Because you wouldn't do your job. So. What about those in the ministry that like to, because um, I've witnessed that, you know, a lot of people will put 100% of their time in ministry and then neglect family. You have to balance it. I'm sorry. You have to balance it. And that's the one thing my pastor told me. You have to balance your, you know, how can I, your spiritual life from your home life. You mm -hmm. have to balance it. If I see you at church on Sunday, and we in church praising God. I speak to you out of church and stuff like that. When I'm done talking to you, I'm going home to my husband. And I'm going to spend that time with my husband. Now, if my husband says, if I call him up and say, hey, baby, you know, the choir or whoever is going here and they want to know if I can come, is that all right with you? If he says, sure, baby, that's all right with me, then okay. I'm going to go spend time with them, but I'm not going to be crazy enough to spend all my time with them and not give my husband some time. That's, what about people that be like, I don't need permission from my spouse. I'm a grown person. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because you hear that all the time. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, you do. Because it'll cause problems in your marriage. You know, some people think I'm crazy because when I go places, before I leave home while my husband's at work, I'll call him on the phone and I say, okay, baby, I'm going to do a job here. When I'm done with my job, I'll call him back up on the phone and say, okay, baby, I'm headed home. And people have always said, why do you do that? That's doing the most. Checking no. in. That's what they call it. Check yes, in. I'm checking in for a reason. Because if something was to happen on my way home or on my way where I told him I'm going, he'll know where to find me. Mm -hmm. He'll know what direction to go. But if I turn around and tell my husband I'm going to Sally Sue house and I end up in a wreck or if I'm at somebody else's house and a fight break out and all this, he going to wonder, he going to be like, hold up, you told me you was going to Sally Sue house, but you over here be the Bob's house. Mm -hmm. That's showing him that he can't trust me. And I want my husband to be able to trust that if I say I'm going somewhere and I'm going to do something, he can trust that that's the exact place that I'm going and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. It ain't about, you know, you know, checking in. It's just about being truthful, being it's mindful, like being mindful mm -hmm. of him. Yes. So, you know, that's just me. That's just how I do things, because my relationship means more to me with my husband than my relationship does to anybody else because in the long run that husband will be there for me when those friends ain't there for me mm -hmm. because you can't always trust your friends and if they're willing to help you do wrong thanks your friends they're your friends <laughs> so why would i jeopardize my relationship with my spouse the man that i say i love the man i'm supposed to be in love with why would i jeopardize that for somebody that or be there for me one minute, but then talk bad about me behind my back the next minute. Why would I do that? I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that spouse comes before anybody. Exactly. So, yeah. And if it's not in order at home, <laughs> exactly. You might not want to come home now. <laughs> 
So we're, oh man, we're already at time almost. So where's, um, I would say the top three important things um, that you would give uh, individuals that are wanting to be married, that are newlyweds, um, some successes for a long marriage or a happy marriage or a successful marriage, however you want to label it. Put God before your marriage. Like I said before, if God is not the third cord to hold your marriage together, it is not going to work. So God needs to be the number one over your marriage. Another thing is the communication skills. you got to communicate. you got to. If you don't communicate, you'll never know what's wrong. You won't be able to fix any problems. You won't know what they like, what they don't like. You won't know the do's or the don'ts. And that'll cause a big problems because then y'all are arguing first. And then you'll be like, well, you don't talk to me. If you start talking in the beginning, the same things you do in the beginning, keep doing it. And I promise you that'll help you throughout your relationship. Another thing is to always serve each other and pursue each other and date each other. You can't just be like, okay, I got them now, so I don't have to do anything else to get them. I already got them. But that's so far from the truth because you do. You have to still communicate. You still have to still take them out and necessarily don't have to spend money doing it. You know, you both can cook dinner for each other, have kind of like dinners at home and everything. So just constantly pursue each other and love each other. And another thing, find out their love language. If you know their love language, you're better to serve them with their love language. Amen. There y'all have it. I enjoyed this talk. Thank you. You're welcome. Prophetess, evangelist, missionary, uh, prayer warrior, Nikisha <laughs> Fleener for joining us today and there giving us some goes. tips on how to have a successful marriage. So for those of you who don't want to be married, take note. Y'all have a blessed day.